0: This is about to be one interesting podcast because I am in a mood. You're listening to
1: that blessed and highly-flavored podcast. It's only because a nigga
0: bless. Welcome back to Black Girl Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for a double episode of 13 Reasons Why. We'll be talking about season two, episodes nine and 10. I am just gonna go ahead and tell you guys I've had a shitty day that has put me in quite a shitty mood one name monica says don't take it personal but i feel it personally and uh i'm probably going to take it out on these characters because they were equally doing nothing to take away (laughs) from the stress of my day i'm not even going to go into the details it's just one of those manic mondays that you wish You could do over, but you're really happy that it's done and hopefully tomorrow will be better. So let's go into the recap. First episode up, The Missing Page, written by Rohit. Did I say that name right? Did I write that down right? Rohit Kumar and directed by Kat Candler, who worked on Hellion and Queen Sugar. Interesting. I gave this one a 7.2 out of 10. Uh, let's just go through my notes. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to do scene by scene. I It should be relatively scene by scene in my notes. But I wrote very quickly. And hopefully I can read the chicken scratch. That is these pages in front of me. Quite frankly this episode pissed me off. Initially. Because Kevin Porter didn't deserve all the slack. That he got. And while I appreciate he did feel... And I I guess we can all agree he could have done more. Not guess. He could have done more. Definitely. But every time I go back to that scene with Hannah in his office, it definitely feels as if she was performing like a theater actress. And it could just be the actress. Because we all know, in my humble opinion, I don't think she's the best. I actually quite dislike her acting. But I do not despise it nearly as much as uh, Olivia Baker's acting so there's that but that whole theatrical performance she was putting on is is definitely a perspective right considering she's a drama queen personality and i can't fully blame him for what her own mother which they still will not bring up except in passing could not understand or could not get her to come out and talk to her about I'm still not on that fence of that so I'm gonna just not be okay with it and yeah you had the 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 one because they only show two teachers right because there's only two in the school that Hannah ever had any indication or had any uh fraternization with mind you that's where also the show loses its conceit because it it refuses and it's uh and whatever narrative it's trying to take to actually give me something that's tangible and in a real life manner even if it it's a little on the fiction side y'all are really going like oh there's only one teacher and one one counselor in the school for all these students and and i can understand the one counselor part because that's real (laughs) they have assistants but i can tell you for a fact there is yes one only counselor in the whole entire school and then even hearing it from his perspective like oh well kids don't always tell you what they want sometimes they tell you and you can't do anything um there there's so much going on with what a school counselor is even allowed to do because they're counselors they're not actual trained psychiatrists which is what most of these fucking kids need including their parents and i can't not pretend it's it's not the answer that everyone should have been going to mr porter is putting a lot on himself because in that moment in that one day he felt he messed up and it went in a different direction and she killed herself but in my humble opinion she was planning on killing herself before she walked in that uh office and that's the part where i don't like them trying to get him to feel bad or or admit you know i let your daughter down you let your daughter down ma'am and I'm I'm sorry that should be said on the stand but at least they did open it with Hannah could have also did a lot to help Hannah's self and we'll get more into that in the second episode because there's a line that came out from Sherry and I was like see this is why I cannot I can I can just I'm having a real crisis of how this show really wants me to empathize with this type of situation and how I see myself raising my child and how in some ways my mother raised me. Like some of this shit is y'all creating your own fucking problems because y'all ain't got no damn ground rules and you don't know what boundaries are. That's that's half the battle right. Matter of fact that is practically 80% of what the shit is going on In this entire series, is a lot of parental negligence. (laughs) Say it with me again: parental negligence. Okay, not everybody. Some are trying, but some also don't understand that y'all treating these seventeen year olds that ain't paying rent in your house like, for some reason, they're supposed to have opinions that should be validated at all times. I get it; they're young adults. They're seventeen. They're ready to get out there in the world. But until you're paying your own shit. You still in my house and your room is not your room. It's my room. It's a room I allow you to stay in rent-free. Which means if I need to go in that room, that's what I'm going to do. So things like Alex playing his game and his daddy even supposed to have the door open. Come on now. He said you can't get that game. He's playing this loud shooter game and y'all don't notice. That's the things that bother me and stick to my mind because as a parent watching this show, that's what I'm looking at. (laughs) I'm immediately going, why? are you just letting your kid i know he went to school so you try to tell me you didn't go in there when he was out that's on you bruh like that's not that's never gonna happen (laughs) his wife is a good one though i appreciated everything about her standing next to her man saying you know what they can't do anything to you that you haven't already done to yourself like i understand you're a person something bad happened you felt you could have done better you're doing something to make up for the fact that you've done it better you're doing more than her own mother and that is why i just could not deal with the fact that they had the black people over in the nosebleed section looking all uh being the the honest great people while you got a shit like olivia baker sitting in there getting everybody's fucking um empathy and sympathy and she knows she's sleeping on shit like I can't even, mm, we'll get there. Cause I feel like I'm just going all over the episode right now. And my chair, I hate this chair. It makes these little squeak sounds and I have to stop every time it does it and take it out. So if it's in here tonight, guess what? Y'all is going to get it. Cause I'm so ready to go to bed. You know what it is too? My shoulder is killing me. I have a torn rotator cuff and it's actually really fucking up my wrist. So I'm also in mild pain all day. So that can very much attest for my irritation. But these people were also irritating me too. Don't, don't get it twisted. <laughs> but uh, I also like that he says that Hannah has some culpability as well. Yeah. And she could have done more. And that's what we have with the trial. I didn't spend too much time on that. So let's move on to the other absolute hemorrhoid in my ass. Clay Jensen. A whole bunch of people is giving him props for being an absolute obsessionist with Hannah Baker because half the things he's doing is not for the right reasons and I need y'all to stop applauding him as if they are. There were times that things happened to Clay in the next few episodes where I was like, "Mm "Mm-hmm. oh, I'm supposed to feel bad (laughs) because I don't. Let's start with this episode first where he is actually being upset because people are trashing him online because of the tapes whose idea was that oh i'm sorry was that your idea because i'm pretty sure that was your idea because you were in your feelings because you felt oh i didn't do enough for hannah on the stand because they pointed out things like facts and i didn't know her so well so she needed to have her story told because people are just twisting it all up no clay you don't seem to accept any version of the truth that ain't the one that you had created in your brain all by yourself and we also need to talk about that issue because i get that you love this girl but you loved a part of her there was a lot you did not know and were never allowed to know and you are taking this crush to a whole nother level that it doesn't need to be and it's unhealthy I'm just saying it, like, oh, I was her friend. I was this, that, and the other thing. Then be a friend. You're not being a friend. You doing shit that ain't got nothing to do with you. You are hurting people that don't want you to tell their story. Matter of fact, the only thing you did, if anyone talk about, people calling you a murderer, that tells you how ignorant people are. First and foremost, you putting out tapes to a whole congregation that wanted to do nothing but be drama queens, and you talking about it's the school's fault. So what did you think was going to happen at the school? If the school is to blame and you thought the tapes would come out, clearly they don't listen or they wouldn't be calling you a murderer. <laughs> no one gives a shit about the facts. All you did with this was create more drama because that is a little bit what you are, sir. A little bit what you are. And that you have not moved on to anyone. And yes, you had a girlfriend named Skye, but clearly you have a thing for problem chicks you have a hero comp you have other issues you need to get checked out for in the way tyler needs to get checked out by his girl issues because y'all became fixated on somebody that wasn't even paying you no mind except as a uh rebound and the fact that you ain't even put that in your brain right now like bruh then man, justin left and that his parents gave him a phone because they understand that he's a homeless neglected child and that he may need some assistance in the future he's like oh mom of course she gave her a phone oh my god you are so freaking self-centered and spoiled and sheltered and i don't like you could not understand outside of your body for five seconds that people might have things going on that are i don't know worse than what you got it yeah it's not great what happened to hannah but hannah is in a resting place right now and that's between god and her mother you got a home you got a car you going to school justin literally gets a phone because his parents didn't think to get him one his parents don't even want him home he doing drugs and you getting mad because your mom decided she wanted to be a concerning person because she actually is a lawyer is someone that represents the public that might have a conscience. but you know let's think about your Bro, feelings. Then is ready and actually tells his dad that they should start over without their mom. Pow right in the kitchen. Pow right in the kitchen. <laughs> that the daddy was sitting there at the kitchen table just telling him all his adult business was <laughs> very much. Oh, your mom? We had a fight? Yeah, I can hate I heard it. Um, so she went to go stay at her sisters. Okay, so we should just leave. Like you're pissed off at her? Like. Get you still don't think anything was wrong with the fact that you went on her computer took her shit and then unleashed it to the entire school like she can't get fired or i don't know face serious consequences but you still talking about your feelings oh my god <laughs> can't do this is the problem and you in my marriage talking about what i should do like you on my side like oh yeah we both mad at her let's just run away like that sounds so ridiculous establish ground rules because he's like um it's just a bump in the marriage we're not running off we made a mess of things but it's nothing broken that we can't fix and he goes everything's broken put this boy in some counseling and also give him some ground rules like first and foremost you don't come down here in my damn house talking to me about my marriage and that is your mother and my wife and you will respect her at all damn times i don't give a fuck if we're arguing or not, what you did was still wrong and you're punished for it never mind what the fuck are you about to get in my car because i'm driving to school because you don't get car privileges that i'm paying when your ass is not doing what you're supposed to be doing and i tell y'all clay made me hot these last episodes i mean i was literally screaming i didn't even scared my daughter she was like what are you mad at i'm like because i'm about to go through an actual television screen and choke a bitch out bryce meanwhile this sunday is at breakfast with his parents and he is stood up by chloe and his dad tells him to make it right because a woman that loves you is to be respected and not to be crossed after only after mom tells him he should be concerned about the filth that came out of his son's mouth on that confession tape but this is the second time that the father has referred to bryce as Her son, and that she raised him. She don't never have anything to say after you raised him because she know damn well she did not. He didn't either. No one's taking responsibility for Bryce, and he clearly can't talk to his parents. He don't got nothing going on in his personal life. It's all about following these. Like she's at least trying to dig, try to get him to tell her anything, and he's like, "Stop it! I know what you're doing." Well, at least I'm doing something because you're just thinking it's a whole bunch of bullshit and will blow over you got attorneys this boy raped someone tony stood up caleb and caleb meets him at monet's uh, caleb's another one where i'm like you are way too adult and attractive to be dealing with this teenage shit and this little boy (laughs) who fobs off uh his whole thing with lucas and the the part the part about him not showing up for boxing practices as it's the trial and the tapes and he invites him for a date on monday to watch soccer because he's gay and latina so that is definitely something he will like tyler goes on a date with cyrus's sister mackenzie they go to the theater he's got some ocd problems he's very picky about his popcorn but she's like okay i get the same thing she's trying to make him feel comfortable right but was he paying or was he not paying because that was the real question <laughs> he decides to hold her hand and then gives her a kiss and he comes in his pants and then runs out of the theater and does not tell her Like, i get embarrassment man i get embarrassment especially when you have a teenager it's your first girl you don't want to embarrass yourself but Tyler also has additional issues on top of that, and I think the popcorn was a dead giveaway. (laughs) Hey, have it any way you want to have it, sir, but he was very particular. Like, I don't, I think that he needs counseling beyond the remedial class that he's put in. Like, Cyrus might be considered a remedial student. Like, he doesn't really fit in with most, but he's got his click right he's got his crew he got the things that he likes to do he's secure at home he's got a sister that he loves tyler is not the same tyler is a troublemaker tyler is angry angry at the time and his parents are in fucking denial (laughs) justin and his mom discuss how much she missed him when he was gone even though she didn't go looking for him once and how she is upset that he is doing heroin because she never wanted that life for him and he's like well let's leave she says she loves seth he loves me and wants him to stay and he goes i promise which means he won't because he was already looking for that money monday morning or day starts, and bryce tells clay in the hallway after putting his arm around him first let's talk about clay in this hoodie I don't know about y'all but you cannot wear hoodies in our schools (laughs) like oh you can wear hoodies let me take that back you can wear hoodies your hood cannot be up that is just something not allowed and I'm really surprised even in the suburbs because they're the most scared ass motherfuckers that they would let this hood up in the school then Bryce puts his arm around him and Clay act like for a really long time that was okay and I get it you're in a moment you're uncomfortable he's trying to have a conversation with you but let me tell you something a rapist put his hand around me after he whipped my ass to the point where i was shitting blood you don't put your arm around me no more sir we might as well just have it out if you about to beat my ass again at least we got witnesses because i'm not about to let you act like we friends anyone in the hallway could what if jessica walked? like i know she don't know or she knows that clay ain't cool with him but that's just like don't do that make it very just like alex does alex don't fucking play that's why you're my favorite character <laughs> there was not enough alex in these last two episodes i will say that but that's why he is my he's like i don't give a fuck you a rapist you ain't about to pretend about me and i'm gonna act like i'm being your friend nah bruh i ain't with you (laughs) i'm out so i really felt some kind of way that clay couldn't shove this dude off of him and be like bitch you got life all fucked up like if you want to talk to me you better see me cc me on a note anyhow he tells him we're not enemies despite me kicking your ass he was in my business you shouldn't be in my business stay in your lane we ain't got nothing to worry about and then he thinks he's behind the market stunt which is funny because he isn't clay then gets called to the principal and then this is where i also once again lost my shit on clay they're way way too nice to this kid if a kid was busted with marijuana in the school <laughs> this is not his first this is like his second of it and he's skipping oh no you would be expelled sir y'all keep giving an expen- suspensions expulsion that's a thing he would be expelled for another three days you don't get to show up to school talking about oh my girlfriend had a i don't give a shit that sounds like your personal time that's not it you're legally required to be here i remember when i was in school and they used to actually if you were a kid or you were a minor and police would be driving by you know you got stopped by and you had to be like okay aren't you supposed to be in school and i'm not even being like harassing because you black i mean <laughs> it would be anybody like why are you you're supposed to be in school you can't uh-uh. especially if it was like during the day you would get stopped by officers all over the place because they are used to kids skipping school too so they would be relatively close to around the school area so that they could bust you if you try to sneak out now if you got cars and stuff that's a lot harder granted i will say that but i didn't have a car in high school so i wouldn't know about that <laughs> anyhow he gets called in the principal's office rightly because he skipped school and he be- one he is catching all types of attitude with this man i'm talking about we ain't never disgusting I don't give a shit Clay Jensen ain't got nothing to do with the fact that you skipped school yesterday you are if you want to make changes start a fuck come in my office and start a goddamn uh PTA group since you got all these ideas and you working on the next thing let's do this do that like the fact that the principal is even trying to take an interest in you shows that he at least is saying I mean they're all looking at it like y'all just trying to see why your ass no even if it was we still need to make sure no another student doesn't try to commit suicide because we had two and we ain't happy like y'all act like these people in the school is like oh i'm so excited people want to kill each other and the thing about cult what he was saying about cult suicides that is really a thing it is look at all the idiots that were running around talking about we're going to get a COVID party and we're going to see how many people get COVID. yay kids are fucking morons so yes it is up to this one principle to be like i have to put a lid on this situation it is my job and you are one of those children that are not only involved not only with it the, and then you're talking like did you listen to the tapes it's not my job to listen to the tapes it's not my job to bring home every kid's problem i'm sorry i know that makes me sound like a cold-hearted witch but these are administrators they're not parents He's got 300 fucking kids at that school, if not more. There has to be like 1,200 in there. He ain't got time to check in on all y'all. So yes, if he gets flagged by someone who's done A, B, C, D, E, F, G, the fact that he said, I'm trying to help you was actually (laughs) a kind and just thing. So you giving him attitude for the very thing you keep on talking about y'all need to do is ridiculous to me. You just mad because you're the problem child right now you're the problem clay you're the next hannah you've already stated before you wanted to jump off a cliff now you're seeing her ghost yes you need assistance this is not punishment you have a problem and the fact that the people are trying to help you and that's what you wanted and then you're blaming them doesn't make sense to me also it is not the responsibility to get into the mind of why this girl committed suicide because quite frankly it could have been anything there's a lot that was going on with hannah baker that had nothing to do with school and i love the fact did hannah blame anyone on the, the school on the tapes because i didn't hear that did not that was not we don't know hannah's intentions there's so much that was going on that we j- are finding out years later after y'all knew this person so well then how is it that you can tell this administrator principal whose job really ain't got nothing to do with the students as much to that oh you should do more you should be better and you are making her out to be a hero and you are the one that can't get over her death like it was a tragedy it was a tragic death no matter what happened and i'm gonna say it your absolute and utter personality is not formulated at a school like, I get it's a big part of your day, but if y'all are in fucking class learning, that's like pretty much 70% of it. You go in the hallways, you get maybe a five, ten minute break between classes. I'm trying to figure out, unless you skipping out, what all this shit you doing at school? <laughs> like, to me, there is a lot going on with the school, but it's school in the sense of this is... It, if this is real life school somewhere i've never been there and then they need to change the rules about how much they like his own school property (laughs) i don't know i can go on and on but i'm gonna move on bryce makes excuses to chloe that hannah was obsessed with him and she made up the story and he's sorry even sheds a tear and invites her to italy for the summer despite her having no passport But she says maybe i have to ask my mom and leaves once the team shows up because i don't know about this team but monty is creepy and the other boy that's with monty that almost looked like he's a good person is still just hanging around and i i don't understand cyrus addresses tyler on bailing on Mackenzie in the dark room because that's where he stays and he blames it on the fact that their friendship was close and he didn't want to cross the line um not that his libido got out of the way and and again i get being embarrassed i do but at the same time (laughs) i just there's too much going on with tyler that tyler once again that i really wanted to feel sorry that he came early in his pants but after mckenzie was so damn nice i was like fuck tyler and same thing with cyrus he's extending that's why you also this is kind of the argument of some kids unfortunately are going down a dark path and while things don't help um sometimes they're just that way like look at tyler's parents seems. he seems to have very decent parents they care they seem to check in he lies to them very easily nothing made him into a liar yes he got bullied at school I'm not saying that's okay I'm not but it's it's one part of a very complicated puzzle with Tyler and I do think that exasperated the issue but I think the issue is still deeply deeply psychological somewhere within his own space or sense of self because like I said being able to connect with people by taking their photos is not okay like that he has some social type of interactions where he needs to learn a grip with that better and that remedial class they put him in don't seem to be teaching shit if mr porter ain't in there. <laughs> but then like that's another thing i can't believe because didn't hannah say oh the guidance counselor before mr porter was so great and involved so we know there was good people at the school and all these rapes happened before then or beforehand on the polaroids in the polaroids In the next episode there's just so many things that are not making up making sense and this is what happens when you throw you know writers in a room and they say hey this concept this idea we want to address it yeah okay but don't expect this 37 year old woman (laughs) to not analyze this shit and be ripping it apart to shreds because i will that's exactly what i'm doing because it don't add up they are going after ryan next they say and i'm like why i don't i don't feel like ryan did anything at all to you for him to even be like this malicious streak i i was cool when they went after marcus because he's he is defending and lied about a a rapist on the stand okay that's a significant thing that might be like you know what i want to get some revenge on you you just did a poem no no sir oh because you don't like me because i'm a perv okay maybe stop being a pervert <laughs> i don't know when you come in a room and introduce yourself as a pervert yeah you ain't gonna get the best response that's just is how it is like your parents quite frankly should have been jumped in on that shit and said look son i know you love taking photos but you cannot why did anyone report to his parents he was taking photos of the cheerleader girls when they were bent over anyhow i don't feel like ryan deserved anything and marcus has been suspended so that's the goal but cyrus i will say is thinking much bigger and wants to do something else which we find out at the end of the episode justin steals more money from the drug dealer and leaves but he gives his mom some cash too when she says he's going to kill me well i suggest you get ghosts too so the principal assigned Clay to the remedial class that Cyrus and Tyler are in. Hopefully they get someone else to assist a little bit better. Because <laughs> at least when Mr. Porter was doing it, he was actually making them active. But this class seems to be a whole waste of time. I ain't gonna lie. But he does say that it's bullshit what happened to me. And they have him join his their club of taking down the establishment He gets his ass kicked later in the locker room and I wasn't even sorry. You wanted to create shit? You start shit, it's gonna be shit. You knew it was coming to you. You escalated the drama. Here you go. Zach checks in on Chloe and neither pretend that Bryce did not send him to see if she was okay with his story and if she was still on his side. Jessica and Nina hang out and she hooks up with her friend or nina's friend who is sweet but why does a compliment lead to kissing that is the first problem oh you're so pretty your face is making me light up oh okay like the the fact that a girl feels she needs to kiss you tells me she has been steered very wrong and that is (laughs) i'm sorry going back to your parents i know girls are gonna get in your head i know there's this thing called peer pressure i know it i've been there trust me i've been there but i also watched my sisters having sex and fucking garages and nasty ass places and i was like that does not seem like the life for me i i think i'd rather just wait i did till i was 18 i know cookie cutter me but it wasn't even so much that i didn't want to do it i had a vibrator it was underneath my mattress it sure the fuck was and my mom knew it too she knew it she's like what the fuck is this i'm like what why you in my room because you know why because she she paid for that room and she gonna be all up in it my mom was always in my shit (laughs) maybe that's why i'm just like i don't understand these kids whatsoever but i'm always up in my daughter's shit too but let me tell you something there's no surprises (laughs) there might be some but there ain't many because you got to come home somewhere and put your shit down but um but yeah i i was really weirded out by this fact that um that she thought she needed to kiss this boy after he paid her a compliment and a deep-seated kiss too i'm like what the fuck why are we kissing because he said you was pretty and then your friend talking about coming over his house no i will not i will not come this is not netflix and chill if you want me and you think i'm beautiful and everything you taking me on a date bitch and you waiting a whole ass month before anything happens what do you mean and even if you want to slut it up, you going to do more to pay me a fucking compliment. you about to buy me these fries and a shake or something. But um, dad burst her kissing this boy. And I was with dad. He was like, help me understand this. Because I need to understand why I just saw you kissing this boy. And I know what you're going through. I'm, I know because I'm there at night tucking you in. And I love this conversation. I will say she communicated she says you know what dad i don't know i don't know what was going on she felt peer pressure to do it because she was like oh you see that boy over there he likes you maybe you should go talk to him so she did it's that that's so hard to get out like how do you teach that but you teach it by in the beginning like i tell my daughter all the time don't let men know that men or women treat you like shit you are divine you are a gift to them never forget that Uh uh-uh but um i do like that they spoke and i did laugh when she was like he's like i don't know about your friends because they black he's like is that a serious question (laughs) he's like oh oh because i married a white woman for some reason you don't think i still got my black card bitch? please i love the fact that they laughed over it because she's kind of interracial too and they probably do have these conversations as they should as a mixed family you know what's your identity what's your not identity because a lot of people think oh I swirl so that must mean I'm not black anymore and there's not those black people out there to act straight up coons because they do but that don't mean that's all people who swirl and that's what he meant he's like I don't give a shit that you're hanging out with black people I don't give a shit you hanging out with white people I don't like the fact that you're hanging out with friends and the first thing they want to do and they know of your situation because they say themselves they went through the situation is to hook you up with another man like that's not conclusive at all. Like you need to learn to love yourself first, and I, I think that that was an important question. And he'd be like, "Hey, I'm just checking in. Help me understand. Okay, Dad, I don't know. I just felt this way." And he said, "All I it's all I needed. I just needed to to get an explanation. I may not fully understand it. I may not even accept it. But you spoke and you open up to me, and I have to I have to go with that." and he didn't say oh okay well you can't hang out with them more You just like okay i don't get it but i'm trusting you and i'm here for you and as long as you communicate with me I, that it is what it is cyrus approaches clay about joining the fuck shit up club after seeing him bruised up mrs baker sees a mother daughter when alex visits her at the store and runs after them but they get away tony's car gets destroyed and he loses his crap he fights his boyfriend caleb and i will say he was not the one he's like you pop me i'll pop you right back and let me tell you something i got more time in that gym than you do (laughs) but he stays with them seeing as he is his anger management coach as well and he's like it's okay we can call the police Uh, there's things that tony can't tell anybody he starts to cry and this is why i'm like do you really want to get involved with a high school student i wouldn't get involved with a high school student clay tyler and cyrus spray paint and vandalize the school property yeah because this is how you get back at people or take back your power not like your taxpayer or your parents taxpayer dollars is not going to be cleaning this up you little shit i don't know how this is supposed to make the school like this is all for you this don't do nothing to school this ain't nothing but a bill to someone else
1: uh,
0: yeah i was i was so like i wasn't with nina either like some losers but at the same time yeah they are doing a lot of stuff for things that really don't involve them <laughs> like I, I i get it i do but <laughs> justin misses his bus and gets a whole bunch of texts from clay so despite clay pretending like he's indifferent he says he needs him oh yeah clay spots where the clubhouse is because a whole bunch of kids after school is able to somehow get on the premises and use the baseball clubhouse or whatever they want to call that place uh, for a lot of after school activities and then i was like no this bitch did not show up at this woman's hotel room to say i don't want you to testify you are trash you are t with a tub with a (laughs) i can't even get it out capital t capital r capital a capital s capital h trash you are trash olivia baker she said oh i'll do anything you want anything and then the daughter gets to the door please don't testify oh my god how can you be so horrible (laughs) oh that is so like do you not even this is like how i felt when she showed up at the school randomly talking about my daughter di-. i get it ma'am i do i'm not even trying to be uh, empathetic, but your ass cannot come in here and start the riot act everyone you are harassing people and i can't believe you saw this lady you know what your daughter did and your first thing is how do i make this not go away so it doesn't hurt my image about if you want the whole shit about your daughter to come out then this should have already been discussed this should have been disclosed you didn't because you don't really know who your daughter is or who she tried to be or what she wanted to be and what she was willing to do to make it happen clay picks up justin and tells him he found the clubhouse he also asks him is he fucked up because he can't take that shit home and he says, no, I'm just tired. Well, why did you, you know, he gave him some cash for rent. And because he doesn't even understand that some people like him has to pay rent just to stay in the own houses that they should just be provided as a child. Oh, I can't stand Clay and his squaredness sometimes because he really don't acknowledge his white privilege at all. And Tony, as his friend, really should have done better. <laughs> and teaching him that but it feels like tony ain't been his friend all season long all season long it's like tony said i really wasn't fucking with you clay the only reason why i got so close and and last season is because i didn't have my own shit going on but now that this is went and did a court case and shit i don't want nothing to do with this and because it's your fault we can't speak right now (laughs) alex is still playing that game to try to restart his memory but he doesn't have anything quite yet and that is how we end that episode moving to episode 10 smile bitches i did not give you the rating for last episode i gave it a 7.2 out of 10 this one i gave it an 8 out of 10 written by kirk moore directed by once again kat candler hannah and tyler got their nails or not tyler tony got their nails done and he reveals he's got a crush on ryan shaver she's the one that encourages him to ask him out what's clear is hannah was up in everyone's business when you're in high school one to two people one to two people you tell your secrets to everyone else you don't you just don't not if you i mean it's the same thing in the concept going into the workforce there's one or two people you close with but don't tell everybody your business Uh, y'all take that high school shit right into the workplace and it's not healthy for anyone this was sometime after the justin foley fiasco and then he talks about on the stand how they held each other's secrets tony has been called by the school not the bakers and he's been told by the bakers council that the school is going to say that hannah set this all up and i'm like bruh you're brown you need to have your own type of counsel, even if it's fucking um what's the one pro bono okay even if it's to call in to get a uh <laughs> to ask a couple of questions don't don't trust a lawyer that's not on your side that just made me feel some kind of way and the fact that this is a is he a minor or not i can't remember if he's 18 but i just feel i don't i don't like the fact that he is just up in the baker's living room and he's supposed to be some teenage boy and it's okay though because he's gay if this was another child y'all be like um mrs baker is she having plans on this uh Teenage child. And Caleb is very sweet to want Tony's angry ass. <laughs> and he declares them us before a tow truck arrives. Clay wonders if Justin. Oh, that was a later scene. Actually, I probably mixed these up from last episode. Um, Clay then admits when he gets home that he is angry all the time and then tries to kiss a ghost so the saga continues with him rapist is discovered on the basketball or baseball field that's what he tyler and cyrus lit on fire and why did they have to spell out rapist all in that cartoon i was like this is some really nice uh (laughs) i will say it's very well uh stenciled definitely an artiste but um zach is hilariously i thought pointing out to the baseball coach he's like let's not affect us the team we're just gonna go out there and show them who we are how's that supposed to disprove we're not rapists because some of us are he looks at bryce he doesn't say those exact words but that's definitely bryce is like you want to say something um no i think it's been said jessica gets to school with dad and he gonna get out the car and try to say hey young man you come over here young man i have a word with you you what do you have to say for yourself and she rightly points out what do you think this whole entire like all of this melodrama that you doing right now who is it helping and who is it hurting it's hurting me you're putting attention on me and that's not okay she's like he for what he did it's not his fault so she doesn't even blame him anymore which <sighs> i mean to each their own I don't think anyone and I do mean anyone can make this decision besides the person if you want to hold it against them like yes you could have done so much more but Justin was equally drunk and then there's something we have to talk about a little later because there's that's why I was like there's a line that says later for Sherry and I'm actually gonna stick up for men (laughs) and that's not something I do too often but I will get back to this in another situation but I mean She's clearly still not fully holding him responsible. I mean, I is holding him responsible, but she's not saying you raped me. What happened to you wasn't necessarily your fault. You just could have done more to help me because I trusted you. And you sure as shit lied about it. Um... It turns out that Hannah bullied another girl at another school before she moved to this town. Because she was expelled from that school because she this girl went out with one of the girl's boyfriends uh she went and told her mom and that was a huge like oh yeah she was getting bullied guess who i told my mother because she's there for me and supports me and loves me and we even saw that in town they were shopping together they go into town for a case and they just still. she's so sweet to her and she's supportive and you could tell the difference And that's probably why she let her child testify like Hannah Baker you're trash and you probably did the same shit excusing your daughter when she was getting bullied and now you can't you cannot see the irony in the situation. And um turns out the girl was like the bullying stopped from them but she was considered or branded a narc for telling her mom and had to leave the school. You can't handle the truth sherry meets up with clay and justin at monet's and can i just say clay you never appreciate sherry you did not offer her an apology and you brought her back in this because you got some additional information after you were like i don't give a shit what happened to the other girls i only care about hannah oh and she actually comes up with a plan because they don't have one even though i did laugh what's your plan to infiltrate the clubhouse here's a whole ass boat cover (laughs) she says why not just break down the door because the door would be broken you're so dumb you are really dumb for real she said i'll come up with an actual plan and be in touch nina it turns out not only is cheating on her boyfriend but jess points out that she that the losers were only hurting hurting the rapists by putting that on the baseball field so she seems to be sticking up for the people or yeah, not sick up or just more like hey there's more than one side to the story and she's very closeted about her situation about what happened to her like everyone's staring at jessica and you know know what happened to her but nina doesn't even tell her boyfriend or anyone else in the school we now know why when we see those photos later on tony is an absolute ass because ryan knows he did him some favors and he knows some stuff and things he offers to show up at court for him and he's like nah I don't need that shit he tries to reassure him and he says fuck off Tony I don't like you anymore from season one to this season you were one of my favorite characters you have quickly disintegrated for me flashback once again when tiny Tony finally asks adorably I might say Ryan out on a date and I still would have shipped them more if tony wasn't such an asshole kevin goes into work and while i applaud him i cannot completely be mad at the principal (laughs) for feeling some kind of way as a you could have told me before we went to trial or before you got up on that stand yes you wanted to tell your truth i'm not saying you couldn't have told your truth i'm saying we could have got a fucking heads up not to mention you ain't said nothing beforehand Like, oh okay so you gave them something to say the leg could be the school could be responsible it'd be nice if you fucking let me know the last three months (laughs) so yeah i would be feeling some kind of way too and he says well you're not to touch uh you're not to deal with students you get to show up until your your review is done and he kind of got an attitude with him but like i said kevin showed up i don't know why you would show up i get it you're like i'm gonna put in this work and you should because that's your that's what you want to do to atone for what you did but you can't expect everybody to be like oh okay thank you for making us look bad (laughs) sherry brings weed to the clubhouse to get intro and also the combination but bryce shows up and she can't bail run bitch run i really wanted the defense to drag the parents like they did tony on that stand (laughs) because they were absolutely right like Hannah you don't know what Hannah was thinking she said she wanted the people held accountable not actually held accountable just want them to know that you're responsible for my suicide but that's not her being bullying behavior or showcasing bullying behavior that she's previously showcased before uh trying to get everyone popularized on her side so clearly she's got a problem um and then everyone keeps saying but you don't know what hannah was going through neither of y'all even if you want to say i was closer to her than other people that's fine but hannah's motives are shady as fuck like that is just a conclusion that does not need to be argued about sherry takes a hit of a pipe and gets her photo taken and it forms her two co-conspirators clay and justin who tells her the photos are insurance Justin says so they want to get the photos during the game but Sherry is out and Justin gets it even though Clay doesn't because Clay is still Clay Jessica asks Nina what's up with you and that guy Michael like apparently you're dating Garrett now well Michael was asking me too many questions about when we was having sex okay so that's a good thing some men won't understand and <laughs> I don't understand why you like you don't you haven't told him that he you have been molested and he's trying to get to know you and he clearly cares about you and your first reaction is to go sleeping with someone else like I don't get that and she points out well you're making hard eyes at Justin all right fine that's my shit to deal with but at the same time she's like clearly you ain't got your shit together like I thought she's like well I thought hanging out with you was cool but clearly if you're gonna tell me about my life I don't like that and walks away. (laughs) But Nina, she's right. She's absolutely and utterly right. You have not dealt with your molestation whatsoever. You're going to classes. You're trying to pretend like you're okay. But Jessica is more openly like, yeah, I kissed a boy and I was on the floor of my uh, my parents' room. Okay. Yeah, I thought I was ready. I made a mistake. I'm not ready. I also feel like it's okay. And maybe this is just... A me thing to say i'm not dating right now like i know your friend michael likes me yes i kissed him i thought i was ready for something but i'm not so you can tell him that like her scaring the idea i don't appreciate that i'd rather her and someone tell her you know if you're not ready just say it say those words don't make people feel as if you should do something that you need to start thinking for yourself you're <laughs> not given to this pressure it's okay to say no mr porter sees justin getting pamphlets so he calls him in his office i love that he kept looking over the side, like let me make sure the principal ain't here looking at me get your ass in here look i'm gonna help you get the credits that you need to graduate with the rest of your class but i need you to know that this is not gonna be easy you're gonna have to put in the work and you're gonna have to take care of yourself and the person that replaces me is gonna want to be or want to see you with your mom but I know you're at Clay Jensen's right now. <laughs> like, I know all the business because I've been out there in them streets. Like, you didn't hear? I got arrested at your mama's house. <laughs> Seth, yeah, I had words with him and fists. You don't know about me in my life, bruh. Trust me. If anyone's on your, like, I really wanted him to say that, though. I really wanted him to to bypass all the bullshit. Because he was kind of putting on his kid gloves. This ain't the kid glove kid that you want to do that to very sweet offering him his assistance but i needed him to talk to him like a real person (laughs) someone puts a bullet in alex's locker and that is just some cruel shit right there it's got to be monty the prosecution then tears into tony once again about his criminal record there is no way in hell that i get that it's a private or public record but at the same time you don't think that she told her attorney anything to help her case are you out of your mind sir are you out of your mind and he allows them to take down his uh you know to him to take the bullet so to speak for a lot of what the prosecution did or the defense i should say and as a brown person i just felt uncomfortable about that i just did So, Lucas got beat for using homophobic slurs, we find out in a flashback. Sounds like he had it coming, but Tony took it too far, I guess. And, I mean, he was really asking for it. The prosecution blames the brown man, and that's why I wasn't cool with it. Um, Clay and Justin search after the game. And (laughs) this search starts after Bryce's lame-ass speech in the locker room that Zach alone was looking like this motherfucker about to get away with it (laughs) he um starts to tell him to do change up but he wants to do it his own way because he's big man on campus he's taking his power back and Zach can't watch it happen he cannot be a part of it he's like look me and you both know Hannah did not lie you raped her ass the coach is like this is not on the field fuck you coach he's like I'm out he goes to the clubhouse because he knows Clay and Justin are there or maybe he just went to the clubhouse and he's like here's the rest of them and Clay is like why couldn't you just tell me because I'm a fucking coward well you're not that much of a coward because you walked out on the (laughs) baseball field I I didn't get the whole secrecy for Zach I really didn't I think that was just that was so silly I after everything they've shared I think it's dumb that Zach would be like I'm a coward I can't show you photos but excuse me why I deal with my conscience for you know the next two weeks as more information comes out I guess I'll listen to my conscience now that they've decided to threaten my sister because I didn't know the people are around were criminals Jackie leaves with a note because it's clear that (laughs) olivia is about to lose and there are too many plot holes in her narrative see you gotta tell jackie one narrative and then jackie hears the other narrative and then she's like this is not the mom i want to stand up with and it does not seem like we are winning this case at all and then the husband won't even like he was there then he left because he was like fuck this he got out before that um he knew that testimony was coming he knew damn well his daughter bullied someone so he could not sit in that courtroom and pretend (laughs) like he didn't know the truth tyler calls his bff sister Mackenzie shit because he can't admit that he ejaculated earlier and he does it right in front of her friends and at the concert that cyrus invited him to and cyrus is like get the fuck out he really was trying to engage him in his interest. Tyler's just not that type of person. He doesn't fit. I don't think there's many places Tyler fits in. He's just one of those people that's going to need that additional help. For whatever reason, he's going to need... Like, Have you ever heard those people that just need the help? It's, it's not... Y'all can't be like, oh, you know, he needs help. Way more help than a school can provide. Tony reveals Hannah called or had him do the tapes as a favor that she he owed her because it turns out after he beat lucius she helped uh hid him from the cops and then bandaged him up admitted that and i didn't like this either the whole oh well she admitted to tony that she bullied someone and she was a better person i'm sorry you made 13 fucking tapes you try to tell me you couldn't mention this in one of them you couldn't make an extra audio cassette for the person used to bully i call bullshit on that you had a year you couldn't have sent a note a postcard got her to her on facebook no don't get don't have tony go to someone's uh hotel and apologize and that's supposed to be good enough for me i'm not hearing that was tony i'm sorry you doing that that's what she said to you you don't even know the full extent with what this other person went through and then you went to the hotel room not to get they side of the story or to hear them you went to that hotel room to say you're sorry to try to make your friend be a better person because you thought she was because you yourself have your own issues and because she could see you in your truth you could see her in hers that's fine that's acceptable but that's not your role I get that she mentioned it to you in passing, but if you was really sorry and that's just how I feel, then there's nothing fucking wrong with you picking up a phone call and making it your responsibility to apologize. And that's just how I feel in real life. Anytime I make a mistake and if I'm really sorry, I don't sit around talking about, well, I could have. No, carpe diem, as you said, the real fucking truth is you go out there and you make amends for what you did that's how you take responsibility not telling someone else well these things i used to do and i don't appreciate and i was bad for it no if you bully someone you know their name you need to go fucking find them and apologize did you send a note afterwards i don't know maybe that was said in the thing because she did the girl mentioned something about a note but i don't know if them said what it needed to be said and i think you being the victim of a bully gives you a whole another perspective on your own behavior and how you made someone feel so that's even more incentive for you to actually take action when it came to tyler you took action when it came to marcus you took action so to me i call bullshit on oh i was a shitty person that's just giving hannah an out that she don't deserve marcus or at least it seems like it's marcus gets revenge on tyler by posting his pic on a dating site of his naked ass and this is what you get when you play these types of games but it turns out marcus's dad which is why it may not be marcus reached out and told the parents tyler's that yeah he's blackmailing him and i like the fact that the dad was like it don't matter it doesn't matter what you think he did or didn't do you going off playing Captain Marvel or Captain America, that shit, like, that's why people tell you, like, it's one thing to be a hero in a movie. It's another thing to go out and think that you can just do stuff to people. All you're doing is continuing a cycle of behavior. That's why an adult has to get involved. And that's the part where I know I'll be saying, oh yeah, you deserve this, you deserve that. That's me, cause I'm talking about television people. But in all honesty, you don't have that like i would not be okay but like my daughter does the same thing well they did that to me that does not matter and i tell her the exact same thing it does not matter it's not about what their actions are if they did something wrong they'll be held accountable if you do something wrong then you're both accountable who does that help you're both in trouble you tell me because you best believe and i tell her this all the time i'm your ride or die i will you don't you you know how you know how i am you've seen me in action all you have to do is say the word my cake comes on that little girl was messing with her on the bus you best believe i said hey bus driver you have a problem on this bus my daughter said that she is not being treated with respect with the person that's sitting next to her you're the bus driver you're the adult on here so i expect this to change in the behavior or i will be taking the next steps and then because i was being real shitty that day i looked at that little girl that was sitting on the bus and i literally did the i got my eyes on you like i'm watching you bitch that's what i gave her i sure did i sure did because i would rather be caught doing that shit <laughs> than my daughter be caught doing that shit that little girl didn't say nothing she didn't say shit to my daughter the next day she didn't fuck with her at all matter of fact they they switched their seats because it was not gonna go down And that's why I tell my daughter all the time, until you're 18, like you 18 doing this shit, I'm just going to be disappointed in you and say you can do better and you will get criminal charges against you. You need to watch that shit. But when you are like these battles, these are the battles I fight for you because I'm your parent. That's what I'm supposed to do. I fight these battles. You don't fight these battles. You don't need to be doing all this stuff because all you're doing is being a bully with them. And I don't need a bully. I don't need a bully in my house. And I made that very quick. My daughter comes to me with all the drama and I have to walk her through what she did right. And sometimes what she did wrong. Like, no, like she did the other thing. Like the neighbors will be really loud. One day she's like, yeah, I took a broom. She just said it casually. I took a broom and I hit it up there. I said, no, that's not what we do. Oh, but they were being, I don't care. I understand. I hear it every day. I hate it too. I hate it. But that's not what you do because then what's going to happen? They're going to knock, you're going to knock. They're going to knock, you're going to knock. We're going to have a knocking war. What's that going to solve? Absolutely nothing. If anything, you just gave them ammunition the next time they go to the office and they be like, well, she was knocking back and I can't say anything because you did. So if it's all on them, then it's all on them. But if I'm included in there, then it becomes a tussle. And I have to break this down to her all the time. And it's not something you learn overnight. I get it. And it's not easy don't ever say that either because lord knows my scorpio likes to come out all the time all the time and i have to as an adult in this world learn to control that sometimes you have to let karma come after people like i would love to be there when some people get that karma but i'm not going to be there when some people get that karma and i have to accept that but man it is something you have to learn And it's definitely something these kids need to learn (laughs) but this is what he was trying to teach his son in this moment and then he took away all his electronics but then tyler was like and but that's also the problem with the parents because then they were all like well you're not this type of kid so it's very easy for him to blame cyrus as being the bad person as the one that you know it was his idea because y'all in denial that your child could actually do something bad just like you saw him shooting guns tony is back at mrs baker's apologizing which uh, i i don't care uh then he goes to the hotel room i think i got that the bakers got vandalized i didn't care about that nina is in the photos and it turns out hannah is as well but of course clay's like i have to hide this because nothing can shame her image but they ain't your jacket on she got it, it sounds looks like it's zack's <laughs> um sherry i get what she was trying to say this is the the line that kind of bugged me because i get also clay is wrong for saying what he said but sherry is equally wrong <laughs> they're both wrong in the situation i should say from my perspective because yeah here's clay like oh well why would girls go be in a situation they seem happy why did they put up like yeah you should be able to I get what what Sherry was saying. You should be able to go off with a guy that you like and not expect to be molested or peer pressure to do something you don't want or being taken advantage of sexually. Like, no, no one should ever be put in that situation or feel if I go hang out with some boys or my boyfriend and his guy friends that that's what I should expect to happen to me. Absolutely not. However, Sherry it's not as complicated as you're making it out to be. You don't show up at the clubhouse with weed and put yourself in a vulnerable situation and then be surprised that things happen with other children that are equally hormonal and also may not know. I, 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 I have this whole thing about men and they're this, they're the, they're the ones that shouldn't do this to us, but these aren't men. These are children, the same children that are your children that need to be taught what's right and what's wrong and i know and i get what we're saying i, I when it comes to the threshold of rape yes no there that's a it's an absolute something your daddy should have taught you a long ass time ago really long ass time definitely your mama someone should have taught you better about what rape is what is consent especially if y'all got a fucking law in it in this town there definitely should have been a lot more conversations that none of these parents have that's the first part however Like I said in my devil's advocate moment of taking up for men these are teenage boys that don't know necessarily how to read a woman (laughs) how to know when a girl's this way or that way everyone is is hormonal and a little out of their comfort zone and throw alcohol or weed or whatever the hell's in there you're you're um just like any other time you're you're smoking or drinking or whatever and you're in a group of setting with some people there might be a moment in which you're not um fully cognizant of your own actions i'm not saying this as an excuse because i know someone's going to try to twist these words in my mouth because that's what you do when you're trying to get on a soapbox. but let me hear me what i'm saying to you is that just the way women are wishy and washy men don't under the men who have a, the worst time understanding when a woman is saying yes or no that's why communication is important that's if you're going to be in a sexual relationship you need to be able to talk to the person you're in that relationship with and if you can't then that means you shouldn't be having sex that's the part that not all y'all keep on talking about oh but this that, that don't cross the threshold if you ain't ready to jump into what you're about to get into because all y'all fucking ignorant and that includes the men that may under the libido or oh, i want this They what is the word i'm trying to inhibitions that's what i meant your inhibitions are low that's what happens naturally for full grown men i've had men at bars where they're like they're trying to hit on you and they're just like you fucking asshole and they're just like well i want you a drink i fought because they never got taught and then you want to curse them out because you like just because you bought me a drink doesn't mean maybe that's what his experience is and again that's not right but you have to those are the things as a woman as a grown person you navigate that's things even it doesn't matter what age you are if you're going out at 27 you're not gonna go out and be like um i'm just gonna go on skid row i'm gonna dress like a hooker and then if anything happens to me it's totally the guy's fault no no ma'am it's unfortunate you should never ever be molested however i'm not gonna put myself in situations that increase those odds (laughs) that that's just common sense right you don't go out walking on a lone street in the dark why because it's scary and things could happen you don't put your hand on the fire of the stove because you're gonna get burned These are things that you need to put into your brains in the same way you put on it in the responsibility of a man not to cross the line. Oh wow, I was really giving, I was understanding that Sherry was uncomfortable. No one forced you in, yeah, you put yourself in a really, really uncomfortable, like you went to a clubhouse, I get it, you were trying to help a friend, but you also put yourself in a very dangerous situation. You brought the weed. so you have to think about it on their perspective like you showed up here i'm not saying it's okay again don't twist it into an excuse but you need to look at the fucking bare facts and that's what people are uncomfortable with they don't want to look at the facts of the situation or how people can do things to not put themselves in those situations they'd rather just say well it's the person's fault for them doing it to me Yes, very true. They should be they committed a crime. They should pay for their crime. But at the same time, you should also be smarter. My get on Sherry's situation, she was trying to do some sleuthing. But if you was gonna do some sleuthing, you should have had back up. You know these people are rapists. You know things go on in this clubhouse that may not be consensual. So why go there by yourself? You couldn't have called Clay and said, Hey, can you hang around the other side just in case I don't come out in 10 minutes? Can you call me? Can you do anything? you went into the clubhouse with a known rapist you let him put his hand on your back i'm sorry i have never been in that moment and maybe that's just me and i can't understand or get it where i will not be like you know what fuck this i'm out i got the combination i got what i needed there's nothing for me to go into this clubhouse you know what i brought this weed y'all don't want uh, you know what i gotta go somewhere y'all can have this goodbye goodbye Like, there's no way in hell would I let myself be in this room with these three people (laughs) and get my Polaroid taken. And then she was like, oh, well, you don't understand. No, no, he does understand a little bit. That is a legitimate question. And then everybody who went there clearly didn't not want to go there. And things happening to them unconscious, that's crimes that are awful. And quite frankly, the people that love them should have done better for them. (laughs) I mean, but Chloe raped his own girl. I mean, yeah they find a thing with chloe raping his own or not chloe jesus bryce raping his own girlfriend chloe while she's unconscious she is not going to acknowledge that whatsoever because that's a horrible thing to acknowledge about your boyfriend and you were just sitting at the game with his mama so i don't see chloe being the one to come out and be like oh yeah i'm gonna be the poster child for the humiliation because that's also another thing you don't want to feel like you're humiliated. i get it on the girl's perspective i'm not saying i don't but at the same time i'm going to talk to you like i would talk to my daughter before she gets in the situation so that when she is sitting in that room she can hear my voice saying are you out of your fucking mind get out Cause if your mama's voice is not there there's no other voice going to be there except your own and that's why you sometimes feel those ways and i can say that from perspective from actual experience from the times i have found myself in uncomfortable situations it's because i was not listening to that mama's voice that was telling me stop it you know better sometimes you do things knowing better and you do them anyway stop acting like that's not a thing and then you have to deal with this thing called the consequences. <laughs> so I, I don't, I don't want to sugarcoat it because it's not, uh, you know, a not as or it's a complicated answer. It is, but it also isn't. Uh, and that's how we pretty much in the episode. Let's get into the feedback. If you want to send feedback, you can send that to couch at gmail.com. We just have Lamia up. I'm probably not going to give much commentary since I have talked already for an hour and 15 minutes, which I did not intend to do whatsoever. So we're going to hear what she has to say. Again, couch at gmail.com, written or audio format, if you want to send that in.
1: Let's hear her thoughts what up Christina it's Mimi I'm sending in uh, feedback for 13 reasons why um, I woke up early before I went to work to finish watching these two episodes uh, season two episodes I believe it's nine and ten I can't be 100% sure I didn't write notes so I'm just gonna t- honestly just talk about the stuff that really really pissed me off I don't remember like the names of the episodes I don't remember the themes I just remember like specific things that happen to certain characters and it and it might merge together so just bear with me um I'm on my way to work sorry if you hear my clicker um the engine beeping horns whatever you're gonna hear some noise so just bear with me uh first thing I want to talk about is Mr. Porter um I actually like the way this episode was set up. Um, I like that it was kind of focal, pointed. That's not the right way to say that. It was kind of focused. There we go. That's a good word. It was kind of focused on Mister Porter's Mister Porter's point of view. Um, I do commend how he was on the stand, um, but after everything that's that's come to light about Hannah and about her my oh my god i hate her mother like and i know i've said this before but i cannot even oh, i can't even describe the amount of loathing i have for this bitch i i absolutely hate her and i think if i was a parent at that school me and that bitch would be fighting like how can mr porter who is a freaking counselor at a school who has to see a hundreds of students take responsibility for the death of your child but you can't like i i can't even understand like I, I liked the asian teacher how she was on the sand and she was saying things like you know you know explaining how teenagers are saying that getting them to trust you is hard and then like the fact that she said like isn't it your job her job is to be what was she a communications teacher she's not um uh, suicidal specialist like she made herself available and she even explained why and like the fact that like that wasn't like a dawning of light for uh, olivia really disgusts me like <sighs> mr porter had no like everything he said about the situation was true he like she never said specifically anything that would make him think like she didn't say she was raped she said maybe she was forced you know she wouldn't say a name like he after Hearing, like, from his point of view, like that, I 100% understand. Yes, he was distracted. The phone kept ringing, but he was literally trying to give Hannah all of his attention. And when she left out of the office, like, the way she, like, kind of, like, talked into the microphone, like, all of that shit was manipulation. And then we find out that Hannah not only wasn't bullied at the last school, she was the bullier. She bullied someone. So, I. I. I can't even tell you, I, like, when when that came to light, like, Hannah's mom knew that that girl was there, literally, to testify against Hannah, and she begged her, please don't, you can have whatever you want, bitch, are you, are you serious, are you serious, at this point, the shit seems more about money, because her store is not doing well, the other wallplex is destroying their business, she literally has everything she has in this store, like, and the fact that the suicide mom that was all gun ho about Olivia packed her shit up and left, good bitch, now you by yourself. Your husband left you because you're fucking delusional if you think anybody is responsible for your child's death and not you. You're not even trying to share the blame. You're trying to focus all of the blame on the school. That is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. And the fact that we've been going through this for two seasons is pissing me off. Like seriously this is trash why hasn't anybody dragged that raggedy bitch for filth because that's what needs to be done like i i hate it i hate it i hate it i hate it and clay is getting on my fucking nerve you know that's my boo but he's getting to the point where he need his ass whoop and not the silly ass whooping he's getting from these bullies he needs a belt on his ass and somebody needs a toxic sentence into him because everything he's doing is ridiculous. Like, he's spiraling out of control. And I don't understand why. Like, maybe maybe I'm just not trying to see it from his perspective. But, like, you were so mad at everybody about stupid shit. And you're, like, you were so jealous of Justin that he felt that shit and he left. And now, now you're, like, please come call me back. I need you. But you need him because you need him for the clubhouse you're not even concerned that this teenage boy who didn't have anybody at all didn't have a soul that cared about him finally found a family in your mom and your dad and you weren't there ever to watch a movie with them but then you get mad when he does when he's like is happy to wake up early to eat breakfast with people that actually want to talk to him like Clay, you need your ass whooped. Like seriously, you are a piece of trash. And the worst part about him is that he doesn't see it. What he said about why would you, like you kind of said the same thing. And I and I think this is the issue in the world. And this is a problem that we all need to get together to fix. And I that's why when I raised my son, I raised him the same way I would raise a daughter. Because it is not a person's responsibility if everybody would just do what they knew was right you walking down the street at three o'clock in the morning as a woman wouldn't be a problem the reason it's an issue is because men think that well that's a vagina and i have a right to it and it's because people don't tell them like they will lock their daughters down when they're 14 15 16 you can't date but a boy can have sex with 17 14 15 13 year old girls and nobody says anything Like, that's just fine. Those children are somebody's daughters. You need to teach your sons that no means no. And if a woman never said yes or no, motherfucker, that's a no. You need to get clear-cut consent. If a person says, no, I don't want to hug, don't hug them. If a person says, no, I don't like that, stop. Stop. It's not that hard. And a girl going in a clubhouse, even if it's one girl and she's wearing a bikini and there's five guys, that does not give them the right to her body at all. Yes, we are taught as women to not put yourselves in that situation. And unfortunately, that's the world we live in. But if people would take the time to teach their damn kids, especially their sons, what consent means and what yes and no means. And that someone laying unconscious because they're passed out drunk does not give you the right to their vagina. We wouldn't have this problem. And women could walk around naked at three o'clock in the morning in the dark alley and nobody would fuck with them because that's not okay, And they know it. And that's, that's the problem. And I think Clay's parents are so focused on the wrong things Like, yes, his dad is now being a disciplinary, but I feel like at this point, it's a little too late. That boy is 17 years old, don't have a clue. Or well, you are a professor at a college. If anybody would be able to put some insight into the world of their child, it should be you. Most of the shit I've learned, like when I, I feel like I became worldly was when I was in college. When I went away to college and I learned it from a college professor, I feel like those are, if you're going to find somebody that's woke, that's white, especially a white man, it's going to be a college professor. And I know everybody hasn't had that experience. I don't know your schooling. I don't know if you went away to school. I don't know if you stay at home, Christina. But I can tell you if anybody should have been able to, to teach their child to, to not be a naive piece of shit. It should be a college professor so i'm glad clay's dad stepped up but i feel like at this point your son is a hot mess he's 17 he's 17 he's literally almost grown and out of the house it's too fucking late now you fucked up he's how he's gonna be until he decides he needs to be better your parents can't change you at this point you got to change yourself especially teenagers they don't listen to shit and they think they know everything so I'm sorry. I feel like I just went all over the place. Because these are the three characters that have been making me mad. Clay, Hannah, and Olivia. Like, those three motherfuckers. I wish I could get them all in a room and just bang all their heads together. Because they're getting on my goddamn nerve. And I'm like, as my blood boils as I get through these episodes, like, I can't even. And I was kind of half distracted at the end of the last episode so i didn't see if we ever found out who was in that picture that clay flipped over but i'm pretty sure it was hannah and i don't know why he feels like he needs to hide that and for the record the girl that is friends with jessica when she said that when she decided that her boyfriend didn't need to know about her like i understand keeping that close to you in the beginning of a relationship but you can't consider yourself in a serious relationship and you haven't dealt with your drama. Because all of the, the rape survivors that I know had intimacy issues until they said something to their partner. And I feel like that's probably a real thing. Because it's easy to be triggered if you're trying to have a sexual encounter with someone that's consensual. But all you kept thinking about is when someone forced you. So, like, she's not dealing with herself. And she is not... As good of an influence on Jessica as I thought She's actually pretty terrible And I think Jessica needs to Find better friends I think she could do She could actually Learn and and Do well with Alex If they would just Get past the fact that they don't need to be in a relationship I think they would be good friends for each other That's just a side note But Jessica is, Is doing really well But I feel like Her having feelings for Justin and not dealing with them is going to be her real issue. Now, I seriously don't want Jessica back with with Justin. I know that they want us to sympathize and empathize with Justin and want us to, to be like, oh, Jessica, give him another chance. But no. What he did is unforgivable in my, my book. I shouldn't say unforgivable. It's it's something you can't get past. Like the trust will never be there again. And you can't have a relationship if you don't trust each other. I feel like Jessica can forgive him enough to where they can be friends. But where what he wants out of her, no. That's That relationship will never be the same. You let your friend rape her. And then you lied about it. And I know you think you were doing it to protect her, but let's be real, Justin, you were protecting yourself. You were protecting your relationship because you loved her so much and you knew that would ruin it. And that's just the bottom line. You watched her spiral out of control. You watched her turn into a person she wasn't because she knew something was wrong and you you never told her. Um, and that relationship will never be the same. I want you guys to be friends because I feel like it'll help Jessica move on. And like you said, Christina, Jessica's one of my favorites. But y'all can't be together. Um, Who else do I need to go? Oh, Bryce. I knew he was trash. We all knew he was trash. Um, I don't think he had anything to do with uh, Clay getting his ass whooped. Um, Because I I seriously feel like Bryce thinks he's so untouchable that he don't even need to, to talk about what happened. Um, The only reason he smoothed over things with uh, Chloe, I think, honestly, is because now he knows that um, he feels like maybe what he's been doing isn't acceptable, like it's frowned upon. So, uh, you know, him having sex with his girlfriend while she was unconscious was not okay. Like, I think he's starting to be like, oh, shit, that's not allowed. All right. Okay, well, let me uh, let me get her on my side. Um, And then let's talk about Zach real quick. I mean, at this point I'm glad he finally decided he was gonna be a grown ass man and stop acting like a pussy. But I mean, ruining your your sports career and your college potential career is kinda stupid. So I don't know what he thought he was doing walking off the, the field like that. Um, and then their coach is so stupid. Like I I don't know. I I agree with you. He has to know what's happening because no coach would just be as nonchalant about something like that as he is like he he probably made them think that what they were doing is fine you're star athletes you can have whatever you want take what you want it's yours and it sounds like Bryce's dad ain't never around and then he claims that the mom raised him I'm, I'm like a 99.9% sure Bryce was raised by a fucking nanny I can't imagine that his parents were anywhere around because they don't seem to know him at all and i feel like you should know your child if you raise them like rapists don't just that doesn't just happen like they gradually turn into stuff like that so you had to you had to have seen his selfishness his narcissism his uh selfishness like his failure to listen to people when they tell him please Bryce stop I don't want to play you know things like that I always tell my son I remember when he was like two years old he was a hugger like he loved hugging people he would just hug people all the time and I would tell him like Derek you can't do that buddy you have to ask if it's okay and then people would be like no 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 it's fine no it's not it's not fine he can't touch a person's body without their permission it was like well he's two I don't care if I don't teach him now then when exactly am I supposed to teach him of consent no you teach him now and I remember when he was two years old and we were at a park and he went to he was like he had met this little boy that he like they were like best friends instantly and he was like can I hug you and the little boy was like no I don't want to hug and Derek came to me and cried he's like mom I asked him if I could hug him and he said no well, what do i do now i was like well baby he doesn't want to hug so you can't hug him he's like but i like hugging i was like well he don't and it's his body and he said no and my son was sad as hell and people were looking at me like i'm crazy bitch y'all crazy if y'all think that him hugging some person that just told him no is okay i don't care if he's two i don't care if he's three i don't care if he's one no means no and you need to teach them early and if people would learn that we wouldn't be still having these consent issues in the 21st century almost the 22nd century like teach your children that no means no i don't care if it's a boy i don't care if it's a girl no it's no and if they're two and a person says no don't hug me or no i don't want to play or don't touch me or leave my shirt alone then they need to do it it's literally that simple and i don't understand why i'm the weirdo because i think telling a two-year-old saying no is okay is fine no they don't want to hug then move on He said he'll play with you. Go play with him. He don't want you to hug him. Don't touch him. The end. Like, that's as simple as it gets. And I don't understand why I'm the weirdo in this scenario. It's... I don't know. I think that this whole... These two episodes got me heated just because of, like, the... Like, I guess the severity of what's happening. And, like, the way that, like... Like, it's the... Their focus on Hannah... And suicide her suicide when they need to be focusing on the the actual serious crimes that are happening here and I blame Hannah's mom because you're wasting fucking valuable court time and resources because you think the school wronged you because they didn't see that your child was suicidal and bitch neither did you and it sounds like you had some fucking issues too I already, I already talked about how I felt about Hannah after being high what she said about being suicidal Alex is right there co-signing and he committed suicide and then nobody ain't nobody feeling sorry for him are we I should say he attempted like are we not gonna address the fact that even Alex attempted to commit suicide but no his parents aren't trying to sue nobody like that's literally the same shit whoo I am clearly heated so I'm just gonna end it here because I don't remember what I was talking about because I'm just ranting and raving and that's all you're gonna hear so i apologize sorry <laughs> um can't wait to hear your thoughts until next time love peace hair grease and black girl magic queen in the couch me me out
0: now i just said i was not gonna say a whole bunch after the feedback but you was co-signing everything i was saying and i loved it and you point out some really good counterpoints to things i was saying earlier which is what i like that's what i love is the dialogue see it's not about being right and wrong particularly about issues about this right because we've all been there we've all been children we've all been teenagers we're now parents so you do go through different stages of how you view things through different lenses so you're going to get different answers but The point of it is we need to talk about it more and see and learn from each other male uh mothers who are raising men mothers who are raising women of course it makes perfect sense that i would be focusing more on what the woman has to do because i'm raising a child so i like the fact that i'm hearing what mimi said Nah, these kids need to be boys need to be taught better from a young age and she's absolutely correct facts that is the perfect counter argument to my argument i still stand by what i said that these are children even though they're teenage boys they're still children they're being as stupid as some of the girls are being but then you like you also like you just pointed out they're also about to be out in the real world and those lessons are a little late to be learned at this point in time in their life so yeah (laughs) i can't even say much to that that's a perfect counter-argument and yeah that that i don't know i don't, I still I, I don't know about just walking down the street like because how i also feel there are people there are, there are wrong people in the world that, that you have to accept too there's evil in the world there are people out there that looking at you and looking for those opportunities like if i go to my car I'm not even talking about rape if i go to my car at night shit i park in that lonely section in the parking lot and i go out there by myself i'm taking a risk i'm taking a risk I have to be aware that I'm taking a risk that it's sad to say but the world ain't a safe place it ain't that was it was never that so I do a little bit disagree on the fact that hey you can't just walk down the street all alone and ain't nothing gonna happen to you that was always gonna be a thing whether you're male female whatever all I'm saying is don't make it a fucking beacon light for people around to say hey that looks like an easy fucking target Because that's where I'm like, don't put yourself in that situation, female, male, whatever. Also love to point the fact out that Alex committed suicide, or you pointed out Alex committed suicide, ain't nobody even trying to get to the root cause of that problem. I ain't seen nobody meet, well no, I will say Mr. Porter did, he met with him. But that's what the counselor is supposed to do, that's the principal has a whole different job than the counselor, the counselor has a whole different job than the teacher who teach class absolutely i was with that teacher that's why i said i'm like i really wanted to feel bad like i I get it from mr porter's perspective and i'm not saying in his soul in his heart he could have said you know what i could have done more i could have followed up i don't know how long was this when he met up with her and her committing suicide i don't know is it the same day because that's asking a lot after for a day (laughs) you know you're not allowed to tell the parents you're supposed to keep a trustful that's a very and that's where i'm at with the school thing you're asking them to be in a situation that's very but then let them kid let them parents they want things to your child well you can't talk to my child like that see y'all don't want them to be parents when they start parenting but when they don't parent then you're the first one to blame them when you're not looking at yourself i will say for the alex situation at least his daddy said you know what i need to work on me he straight did he said uh, uh guess what that door that used to be closed is now open said 10 o'clock i still don't know how y'all end up in his room but they they admitted things were in their wheelhouse They, you're right they didn't blame the school because that's that has nothing to do with the school it doesn't (laughs) you know i busted my own son driving down the road at doing 100 miles an hour and i was like okay good there son (laughs) hey i saw him getting a fight and i was like did you punch him out he realized he could have done more and he's working on himself. And if he can help out other parents, other parents talking to each other. That's what I'm saying. Don't let me be up in this PTA. You best believe I would have been calling meetings and we would have been having whole conversations and Miss Baker better not have showed up because she would have been dragged. Dragged by that fake ass Karen hair tee she got on that I'm not even trying to be cool with. And yes you're absolutely right this seems to not be as much about hannah as it is about her and i don't even think it's so much about money i think money is definitely a part of it definitely a part of it but it it's on her too and then tell me this why are you trying to keep up with the joneses when that oh there's a whole lot of issues in this show and like you said we're focusing on hannah and her suicide and all the reasons why she did what she did and we don't know Her parents don't know. She didn't give a shit about her parents enough to explain. So you left them with questions. Yet your actions point to manipulation. That doesn't make sense. We need to be talking about the other issues in this show. The fact that a brown man is going to school. And the fact that y'all put him on the stand. And busted open his criminal record. Oh you loved him so much to invite me in my house. But I couldn't. I, I could not call him for my defense. Or my prosecution. Because you're good enough to have conversations with but not a good enough to stick up for my daughter i thought that was really fucked up why was tony not called for the damn defense oh because he had a criminal record oh okay but i'm not supposed to feel any way about that the fact that you told about i did this for hannah baker and the you pointed out that she said you're gonna do this because you owe me okay <laughs> um if y'all was really that close to friendships you don't need blackmail just saying just saying that 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 i don't know if you was really my friend y'all use friendship like it's uh y'all use friend the way they use friend the word friend y'all are acquaintances and then you get with each other for two seconds and overshare your entire life story and then you assume you're best friends like i i caution my daughter about her friendships like hey watch who you talk to because everybody ain't your friend some people are going to say they're your friends but they're not your friends i laughed out loud when you were saying that story about uh, Derek, because my daughter was the exact same way she was like oh you're so pretty i want to give you a hug you're so pretty i'll be in the store oh it's okay that shit pissed me off all the time because exactly like i don't need you to tell me it's okay because there's a moment in which it's not and the point of it is you don't need to be making physical contact with everybody that you meet <laughs> i get that you i mean you want to hug because she used to love just hugging girls just just hug it not boys girls and that's fine they're like oh she's so cute but i don't know you either ma'am i don't know what you got what you don't got it ain't even just about how sweet she's being and how much you don't care that she's being sweet i don't know you i don't know what pleasure you're gonna take from this hug the point of it is you're a grown ass person and you're not related to my daughter there does not need to be any hugging you can say she's pretty you can say oh you like her hair you can give her all the compliments in the world and i'm talking about my daughter to other people so that's what she would say oh you're so pretty she used to do that even when we're in drive through windows oh, i like your hair i'm like you can tell them that don't try to give them a hug so yeah there needs to be boundaries that's what i've been saying this whole damn podcast boundaries they don't seem to think they exist in this world that is 13 reasons why but i'm gonna tell y'all right now is this in real life (laughs) and you're absolutely right um some of these things they aren't gonna learn until after high school or after once they get into college and they get some of that real world experience and they can't call mama because mama's gonna be like look i did my fucking job i'm on vacation (laughs) because some of y'all i ain't even gonna lie some of y'all go to college y'all can't go back home not as far as like i need help doing this that and the other thing they really try to make you they figure they gave you all the knowledge and here you go that's also a bad parenting job and i think that's maybe why i was on the other side of that argument with sherry was saying because i know you was like yeah i know what you're saying christine because i yeah call me out on it definitely needs to be other sides of that story but i also do really truly think that it's these boys need to be treated better but look at all the men look at all, look where they come from who are they going to get that training from but as far as i'm concerned if there's a goddamn law in this town that everybody should have been sitting down and having that conversation every single parent but looking like Bryce's parent like you like you pointed out he ain't he ain't got taught nothing he really and that's the sad 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 thing about bryce because i hate him i do but there's another part of me that's looking at him like he genuinely don't get it he's never had to figure out what's right and wrong because it's all for him it's he's probably been put in a bubble all his damn life he never even thought like what no like i figured if you're here or if you did something that clearly tells me no i mean he he just there's something missing there and that's because that's how y'all raised him because like you said you can't get to 17 and you just become a rapist that is something that is a built upon mentality that is brought up through early childhood childhood development and then further exasperated during uh your later your preteen years and then you get to 17 16 17 and then you got a coach and i i get what you're saying zach don't ruin your career but at the same time i think at that point it came out the news stations got it the school knows about it the accusations are there at this point he can save his reputation by saying i don't want to be involved anymore like I tried to pretend like I can separate what's happening versus you know my career goals and aspirations and being part of this team but the captain of this team is a rapist and no one is addressing that fact like you would think once it came out and I'm sure he probably thought the same thing like why aren't you kicked off the team suspended anything and I think that's where he reached his breaking point he's like shit talking about teamwork you all want me to suck it up knowing this man's a race a rapist on the team and i'm just doing it for my career putting my head down but eventually i just can't deal with it anymore i just can't um and lord knows when zach got a head, a hold of those polaroids but he had them for a while now and zach I, I i get you saying you're a coward but sir there is nothing wrong with putting that in a fucking envelope and sending that to the police station because those are that is a much more effective thing than giving it to one clay jensen talking about you figure it out what the he's not inspector gadget he ain't no fucking sherlock homes. what can he do other than whistleblow because and then everyone will know and he don't care because you got that reputation like that that don't that minimizes the amount of the crime being had and the and the people that are allowing it to happen that's why i don't enjoy that whatsoever and then lastly onto the whole, uh, I'm just going, I'm just gonna go ahead and let you know now they totally going to get Justin and Jessica back together. And I know you ain't going to be supporting it. I don't support. I, I, I'm hundred percent with you. <laughs> it's weird that I'm saying, I feel like I'm hesitant somewhere. I think there is a lot of healing that can be done that only her talking to Justin can do. However, yes, it is it's it's weird for you to have a relationship or continuing relationship after this horrible thing happened and you did not do anything to defend me. But it's not to say that he didn't do anything to def- I I I guess I'm of two minds about it, right? I'm more upset about the the actions he took afterwards than the actions that when it currently happened because like I said he's trashed we saw his in his behavior he's absolutely trashed we have to give the idea that a woman can can be as trashed and be as vulnerable as a man who is trashed and vulnerable um it's not like he didn't try to stop it like Bryce went in there didn't it started to go somewhere he went he could have just sat and stalked out in that hallway but he did try to attempt to stop it Bryce kicked him out of the room beat him and then locked the damn door yes I would have been pounding down the door at that point yes there's much more he could have done there is no debate about that absolutely none and then the line that's just pretty much the worst of it because you allowed that person to believe something the next day like saying hey I was helpless in that moment or I felt something or I didn't think I did or I was a coward because people are cowards that's a thing zach's a coward he admits he's a coward and his actions this episode tell me how much he is a coward because bruh there's really no excuse of you knowing this behavior is going on and you not doing a damn thing about it you can't go send an anonymous note to the school come on now like you're y'all are literally but it's the same thing that clay did people were shitting on hannah in the hallway did clay say hey you guys stop it no because sometimes people don't act they they it's better for them not to have the spotlight on them in the actions i totally agree i'm not justifying justin i think i feel more bad for him of where he came from i think he was always set up to be a failure story unfortunately and it doesn't seem like too many people were intervening for him to have any great future or hope of one at least up until this point and he at least is going, let me try to do something to atone for my actions. And I do think he is paid on them streets. Because <laughs> y'all know he was selling ass for that heroin. I'm just throwing it out there. However, yes, I don't see how you can move on in a relationship past that point. Because like you said, the lie and allowing me to, to fall so terribly apart. Knowing something's wrong and you're the only person that can can basically alleviate this horrible pain that i'm in and watching it yeah there there is no that's it's really hard to come back from that but again i'm also of the opinion in those types of situations because i'm of the opinion if you cheat on me i'm never gonna be with you again some people could take their man back some people like the trust is gone i could never ever 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 never do it but some men it's like, I can give. some women are like, I can give you a chance. And they, they're together 40 years afterwards and they're happy. Some, they cheat again. I, unfortunately, and I just, that's why I think I left it there of, in this situation, even if it was real life and not thing from where they both stand, it would be completely up to Jessica. Cause she's the one that's taking that type of, um, risk. And you could caution her all day long. Everybody know. But she's the only person that can can deal and make that decision. If she could move forward with Justin after such a breach of trust. Uh, yeah, I have some other people. That, they have kids with other people. I'm not saying it's right. But that's just one of those things in life. That some people, if the love is strong enough, they can get past that moment of Failure or distrust this is a way different situation I know that I'm saying that but that is how she's seeing it in her head she's not seeing it as you're culpable for the rape you're culpable for the lie and that's what she was trying to tell her daddy and that's why I say what I'm saying is I do think that the show is totally trying to say they're gonna make it past it and it's just something I'm gonna have to work in and or something I'm gonna have to look and deal with But it it strangely still does not piss me off nearly as much as the three people you have mentioned, which is Olivia, Clay, and um, fuck, what's the other one? (laughs) Oh, and Hannah Baker herself. Those three are are just very unhealthy people. That's all I got to say. I'm going to publish this shit because I got to get up early in the morning for an 8am orthopedic appointment. Again, blackroomcouch at gmail.com if you want to send feedback. I can't say words. You can find this podcast on Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, wherever else good podcasts can be found. My social medias will be below. Remember to like, share, subscribe, and if you have time, run over to iTunes, leave a review, rate the podcast. Until next time, peace, hair grease, black or magic.